following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show, SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. Shannon Gross, Jesse Holly, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels. Going to try to keep it in between the ditches today. How you guys feeling? You good? Feeling good, man. It's amazing being from Louisiana. You know, everybody else have their side rolls. They call them side rolls. They call them soft curves. But in Louisiana, hey, man, I'm running that ditch over there. <laughs> oh, it's a ditch. <laughs> it's a ditch. Ditches for sure. So, oh, hey, just man. Just get out of between them two ditches, and you'll find we're shining them and say to the 18 different houses. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, listen. Right past, right past the ditches, the trailer park. So you know, yeah. I know my way around them ditches, baby. <laughs> I know my way around them ditches. Yeah, yeah. Wow. there you go, there you go. Well, hey, it's hey, a we weird... were talking about something earlier, man. It was a question that uh, my man supposed to ask us, and that wasn't supposed to be nice. So what is that question? Oh. I want to jump right into it because I'm curious. What is that question, Kurt? Well, it's not. It's not. It's not that it's not nice. It's just I don't think I want to participate in this segment. This is Kurt's segment. This he's leading out with fire. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Jesse will have an opinion. I don't. I don't know if Nate's going to jump in on this or not. All I know, fellas, is Boom. it's easy to it's easy to answer things like this whenever. COVID is going on and you're working in your living room, but when they open the doors back up and I have to go back in that building and get on that airplane and those buses with these coaches and players, it's a little bit different. So Kurt, you don't you're not faced with that. So go ahead, Kurt. This uh, is your segment. What no, would you no. like to what you, you would got you like me to real, pose? You got me real excited about doing this now. It got me all worried and paranoid. Come on, bro. <laughs> Wow, Jesse, so I guess you would take over the Kurt Angle. Oh, Jesse, Jesse. Jesse will definitely jump in on this. Jesse will definitely be right. on this. I guess the question I posed to in our pre- No, Kurt, Kurt, just, was, Kurt, Kurt, just read the first one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, the first, the first seven words of that email. Just read it, just like you sent it. <laughs> the question was, is McCarthy, has McCarthy been better than Garrett? And we know there's been questionable coaching calls already. We've been talking about that. Um, he also came in promising a lot of new analytics and in, in, uh, kind of boosting the offense with some new thoughts and, and practices. But the question is, has he really done it? And this is based off a, an article that uh, Next Gen Stats ran uh, it was last week or so, maybe two weeks ago. But... If you look at the stats, the next-gen stats, it kind of brings into question if he's really following up on his promises. Um, there are some stats, like uh, early pass play percentage. Um, there's a lot of criticism about were the Cowboys running too much. And um, 
McCarthy, Kellen Moore, they are passing more on the early downs, first, second downs or so. It's 54.8% last year under Garrett, 62.1% this year under McCarthy, and that's sixth in the league. Um, obviously, we know he's going for more, more on fourth downs. They have already tried more fourth down attempts uh, in the history of the Cowboys. They've already set a team record, and they're just 11 games in. Um, they've been successful 48% of the time, which was better than last year. But that still ranks only 26th in the league, so you have to kind of guess where that's working. What I found really interesting and fascinating and, and made me kind of bring up this question is that one of the criticisms that uh, Garrett got was that the offense was too dull, that they weren't using play action enough, that they weren't shifting enough, the pre-snap shifts, moving the receivers are down. But actually, if you look at, at what McCarthy's doing it, the pre-play action, they're actually using play action less than they did under Garrett last year. Last year they used it 24.7% of the time. This year they're using it 20.2% of the time, which ranks 24th in the league. And then if you look at the pre-snap shifts, moving the, the uh, running backs around, the receivers around, last year they were using pre-snap shifts 60.1% uh, of the time, which we ranks sixth in the league. This year they're at 50.6% of the time, which is 13th in the league. And that 9.5% drop, that difference, is the fourth highest drop in the NFL. Which makes you wonder. Wow. Are we getting what we asked? You know now, what? Kurt, First Kurt of before, all. Before, Nate, before Nate jumps in, I misread the question. So that on actually is not that bad of a question. Because your email says, is McCarthy been better than Garrett? I oh. thought it said, is McCarthy better than Garrett? And I was like, oh, my, no of course you that. did, Louisiana no education man. <laughs> of course you did. No, of course you so, did. The guy who went to school in Louisiana, I know you misread the email. Jesse, I know that Jesse, you have trouble Jesse. with reading comprehension. <laughs> Jesse, it's all it good. Says, Kurt, which, which runs <laughs> yeah. our publication, which runs our publications, wrote, I is didn't, McCarthy didn't been better? that. No, stop. Is McCarthy been better than Garrett? <laughs> that ain't on me. That is what sell newspapers the way he presented that. It, it, you know, the average guy would have bought that because of how he presented that. That's great editing. Uh, no, nah, that was bad proofreading. Uh, sorry. Bad spelling, good uh, editing. And Shannon scared to death like the world was uh, coming to an end. Oh, no. But I will say this right here, man. Uh, in defense of Coach McCarthy, uh, and it's something Jesse said, man. It's the mindset of the players and where they're at and what they're trying to do. Uh, a lot of things you're asking from uh, our offense, you know, they are capable of doing if, if they were 100%. Even the analytics of it, they, they, if they were 100%, but they're not. Uh, well, that's so. That's one so, of the one of the things they pointed out was that even under when Dak was behind at playing quarterback, the percentages were down from last year. Yeah, and, and that's where I'm going. And the reason, mm -hmm. the reason the Cowboys, and you can just mark this now, the reason the Cowboys will and always will be in this position, and they'll be in this position next year, because of one thing, they're not going to address the defense. The defense has something to do with this. And when our defense, when, when Zeke doesn't turn the ball over and our defense get a turnover, our chances of going back and look up, our chances of go up greater of winning. 
okay, before this year, we didn't have to worry about Zeke turning the ball over. But every other year, we had to worry about our defense. So until you change something on your defensive end, all of these things, and with the offensive coordinator of Kellen Moore, this is what this these this is lining up just like I thought it would. You know, Mr. 16 and old man. <laughs> I'm surprised to hear you say that, that the, the nah, defense man. has that big of an impact on the what the uh, offense is trying to run. You 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 look at you look at Kansas City Chief as high powered as their offense is. And nobody's gonna question Green Bay or Kansas City and their quarterbacks. But at different times in this year, their defense have, have, have not helped. And I'm not talking about Kansas City, I'm talking about Green Bay. And, it's, and, and it hurts tremendously. And you've seen where they've gotten off to a slow start, but their defense have done just enough to keep it close enough so these guys can have a chance to win in the end. I'm not saying the defense has to be dominant. No, not in today's NFL, but a defense has to be able to hold on. When your owner comes on, the day after a game, when he first appears on, and he said, well, coach, why did you feel uh, you had to do the, 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 the reverse the way y'all did it so early and the way it looked and in the past and all this? He said, well, we felt we was going to get gashed. Hmm. If your you defense think? could just hold up, maybe, maybe Coach McCarthy won't think we're going to get gashed. Maybe they're, maybe, maybe they're going to – you know what? I'm gonna be like a good Baptist preacher. Every chance I get to turn it back to the defense, I'm gonna turn it back to the defense. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you, man. Yeah, but what no about no defense, no fame? What about the fact you know we 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 were talking last year that the offense needed to you know have more movement. They need they were too boring. We wanted to see them like the Rams, and even McCarthy in 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 some of his uh, before he got here, in some of his comments raved about the Rams, 49ers, and what they're doing. Okay, but offense. but yeah, we're not but really you, seeing but you, it. But you didn't. But you didn't come in and run the offense. You came in and let Jason Garrett offense stay in place. So how can you expect to change something when you said Kellen Moore did? Kellen Moore is doing a great job. He's doing an awesome job. I'll just tweak him a little bit, and everything will be will be great. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. A week after he said that he's going to be calling plays. Then a week and a half later, he said Kellen. So this this is what you get, man. <laughs> along with the injuries right. I, I'm serious along with the injuries we've had some and I still think our offensive line has done a, a decent job being who is lining up playing for us so that should he have come right in and said we're doing my offense my way no matter what or because he couldn't because of the uh, because of the COVID situation but as yeah. the season went on just like we saw as the defense Evolved a little bit. I, I, I still got high hopes for the defense as far as where they have progressed since they got rid of the uh, uh, jelly donuts and stuff like that. And I'm still happy about that. But, brother, <laughs> jelly donuts. Like I said. So, so, so here's how, and I was looking around and I finally found it. And here's how I look at those analytical stats. <laughs> you finally found it, Jay. Uh, and here's why. And here's why. Because you're 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 taking one. You're taking sample sizes. Thank you. You're taking an offense mm-hmm. that was under the tutelage and uh, uh, instruction and 
play calling of Jason Garrett for the large majority of his time here, the last year or so Kellen Moore was having it, right? So all of that knowledge and information and players, everything that was based on any information that you give me from a year, two years, three years, five years, up to 10 years ago, all that information is built upon the foundation of this is the formula in which Jason Garrett wanted to operate the formula and players in which he wanted to operate with. We, we, I've, we've said this a million times and Kurt, Shannon, Chris, Nate, it, it's so profound. And I told you guys when, when the season begin, look how the season is shaking out. I said this in the spring. I said those teams who have uh, uh, the most veterans and who've been around one another the longest with those type of head coaches will see the most success because it is so difficult. It is so difficult. I'll say it again. It is so difficult to try to put together a team, a game plan, a roster via Zoom. I get it. It is the way that we, the world is now running, but that's not how coaching is done. And maybe we all have to evolve with coaching, but we're not to that point yet. Coaches in the National Football League, uh, uh, probably in all sports, but we're talking about football. Football is a hands-on type of thing. I need to, I, I can't just put it on a Zoom call or put it on a board. I need to go out and see what it looks like. I need to see, is that guy going to be able to do X, Y, and Z in this assignment, in this call? And if he can or if he cannot, that's how I base upon how I'm going to build this roster. The Cowboys team and Mike McCarthy and his staff had zero opportunity. Remember, the first time, the very first time that Mike, Nolan, McCarthy, Kellen, who, name a coach, that they were able to physically put their hand to a player legally was when we got to training camp. Think about that. Now, here it is. I, I'm a brand new coach. I'm coming into a brand new situation. Uh, uh, wh whatever my beliefs are, whatever my uh, ways about going, all the stuff that, I, that, that comes along with me, who I am as a coach. I am not physically able to implement that until six, seven, eight months after I'm hired. And the way that football works, it is a, it is a chronological order of how things are put in. I insert this, I look at this, we draft, we see rookies, we bring back veterans, we have them all together. So all these steps that these coaches normally are allowed to take in the way that they process players, in the way that they process offense, defense, special teams, all that was lost. So for a new coach to come in and want to implement his things, it is so difficult. Hence why you had to say, hey, we're gonna rely on Kellen Moore so much because everything that we have on this roster he and they are familiar with each other more than they are with what I am as a coach, what I uh, 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 want to do as a coach. They're more familiar because we haven't had the necessary physical touch time to put in different things. And then you enter in the season. 
Yes, it is. You know why Sean McVay is able to do all this motion and moving and stuff? They practiced it. You don't, you don't come into a season not being able to practice that stuff and think you're going to be able to do it efficiently, effectively on Sunday. That's why they're able to still do those things because of the amount of practice that they have put in. That core has been together. That quarterback, those receivers, that running back, that offensive line, that OC, all these guys have been together for a while. So it's almost just, hey, let's just polish up on what we already know. Coming into this year, training camp, I got four weeks. I got 90 guys that I have to evaluate, that I have to cut, that I have to build a roster. Oh, by the way, I also have to put in some sort of game plan with zero preseason games to do so. So you get into a season and all of a sudden you're kind of almost just trying to stay afloat and try and not drown. Oh, damn, three and a half weeks in, I lose my starting quarterback. What do I do now? No one ever prepares for what happens when QB1 goes down. I forgot what coach said that, but it was talking about Peyton Manning and saying like, like, you know, when Peyton Manning, I think it might have been Howard Mudd. It was talking about like, hey, you know, Peyton Manning is so controlling at the line of scrimmage. What do you do when a guy like that goes out? How do you function? And he basically said, we're effed. If he goes down, we're screwed. That's most of, you can say whatever you want about the Nick Foles situation that happened in, 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 in Philly, that that is more of an anomaly than it is an actual thing. You know, you can give me the, well, Matt Castle went 11 and 5 when he was in New England when Tom Brady went down. Yeah, but people fail to realize, yeah, Matt Castle went 11 and 5. They didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs. And so when your QB1 goes down, you, that, that plan is done. Because everything that you put into, you put on the shoulders, on the mind, on who the QB1 is. And now you've had Kellum, you've had uh, uh, Andy Dalton, you've had uh, 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 Garrett Gilbert, and you're saying you, you lose your left tackle, you lose your right tackle, and you have all these things functioning. You got the pandemic, and now you're trying to say, how the hell do I keep this thing afloat? And it's unfortunate that we're in a situation, it's the Dallas Cowboys and it's the biggest franchise in the world and everybody's watching and everybody's expecting great things because you hired this new coach, but people aren't looking into the details of how this thing is built. So they write these articles and they want to compare a sample size of what this team was early on when they had their starting quarterback to what they are now to last year and Coach Garrett, who's had a full roster, who's built the roster, who's built the players, who's programmed the players, who's everything that they had in there uh, 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 to a year ago. So sometimes these articles that are written, uh, they, they leave out those facts and people hang on to the, man, well, look at this and look at that. And how come it isn't what it is this year like it was last year? And they, they, they conveniently leave out all these other things in the process when you're trying to evaluate all these numbers. Say whatever you want and, and how you have to be able to function and move with a depleted roster. When QB1 goes down, all hell normally breaks loose. <laughs> and you're seeing it right now. Okay, you're seeing uh, it right now. Okay. That's good. That's okay. good. You convinced if, me. If, if this dude was trying to write a novel of some sort uh, on one-on-one football and how it's being built and the process and the chronological orders that Jesse won't, we wouldn't be able to do this show, Jess. All right. So the next time you go off like that right there, Shannon, can you cut him off? 
Nope. All right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Lord, Jesus, hey. it was a great. It was great what you just told us. Yeah, today. Great. And our Good. listeners, our listeners should tweet in and tell you how great a job you just done. But, but wow, bruh. You know what? You I just like gave all- your freaking mic a big pass. You know what? I like audio books, and that was the first chapter of our audio <laughs> yes, book, sir. Hanging with the Boys, this Tuesday. <laughs> yes, sir. December the 1st. I can't right stand back. y'all. I swear I right cannot stand y'all. With chapter Get, two. Put me on, I'm going to the show with Mickey. Put me on the show with Mickey. I'm we, going to Mickey Shots. We will be back. <laughs> slow as Mick talk. Chat, slow as Mick talk. You may not get a chance to talk. <laughs> we'll be back with the second chapter fast. of Hanging with the Boys, 12-1. your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to chapter two of Jesse Holly, the Gospels rendition <laughs> of Hanging with the Boys. So you have your special game watching sweats. Oh, that's adorable. How about you start to value yourself a little and experience the game in comfort without the nacho cheese stains. Upgrade to Tommy John loungewear. You'll look better, feel better, and maybe claw back some of that old self-respect. Shop loungewear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 15% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. See, Jesse, I can read. I read that all by myself. <laughs> it took me ah. three years to get it right. <laughs> I know. Well, that's a 30-minute, 30 30-second 30 live read they got me here. But, hey, you know what? <laughs> anything for Tommy John, anything for Wingstop. Yes. Those guys have been with us from the beginning. So, all right. Wingstop. You know what, Kurt? I, I was thinking the dinner. same thing. I just mm-hmm. didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to say it out loud, but I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> that sounds yeah. good. That'll keep you warm tonight. It's supposed to get cold this week. It is already December, fellas. It is December the 1st. And by the way, mm-hmm. it's Tuesday. 
And I'm taking the rest of the afternoon off, and I'm going to chalk it up to research because the Steelers are playing the Ravens here at 2.30, and I need to watch that game to know what our opponent's going to be for next week. But think about it's what crazy. you just said. It's, it's December crazy. 1st, and you're just talking about it getting cold. We live in a great place, man. It's December. Oh. <laughs> and you're just like, man, it's finally getting cold outside. It's December 1st. I know. It's so great. It's, it's so a great, great. It's a great thing. Mm. We don't have – we don't have – very many seasons. We don't have the four seasons in, in Texas. We have winter. It gets it goes from 90 degrees, and you have about two weeks of 70-degree weather, and then it goes to 30. And then yeah. it, flip, it flips in the springtime. So, what were you saying, Kurt? I don't know. He's he, he oh typing, God. man. Come on, Kurt. We <laughs> typing during this show, man. I know you're trying to, I know you're trying to do – you're trying to do – well, we know you're yeah, trying to write the book with Jesse. You know, you're going to try to be a ghostwriter for Jesse, but come on, hey, man. Jesse, yeah, like Chris said, that, that game's tomorrow, like Chris said. So. Oh, is it tomorrow? Yeah, it will be tomorrow. I thought, I thought it was today. I hey, didn't the Cowboys game get moved? Yeah, Cowboys are now Tuesday, which is crazy. So Yeah, That's I mean, I isn't this turn out to be more and more like Madden? Just play it when you want to. <laughs> right. And, 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 and a little, little fun fact, this will be the very first time that the Cowboys, and it will complete the calendar, complete the weekly calendar for the Cowboys. This is the very first time that the Cowboys will ever play on Tuesday. They played on Monday, mm-hmm. Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, I think like a couple That's times good. on Saturday. This will be the Cowboys are the first team in NFL history to ever play on every single day of the week. Interesting. Wow, Jess. Wow. Did not know that. Bring it. Put you that know in what? the book. Fun fact. Jesse, Jesse talked so much the first segment, Kurt forgot how to talk. He forgot how to speak. Started no, to talk. No. Asked him what he was so talking he started about. started typing like, on his dick. Uh, like, well, since Jesse's going to talk, I just type and do my job. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got other responsibilities. I'm not going to do it since Jesse's going to talk. Uh, you're going crazy. Hey, is there anything... Crazy. Kurt, Kurt brings up another great question. Is there anything that you guys are seeing being former players that would lead you to believe that the players are losing confidence in this coaching staff? No, it's just uh, the season is so long and it's been so hard for them and so many injuries have, have gotten these guys that if you don't have that personal dog in you, it's easy, it's easy for this thing to, to, to overwhelm you. I mean – Every time you do something good or every time you do something positive, uh, you know, you don't have a holding. You have somebody get injured. You know, every time you do somebody something positive, you don't get a five yard offside. You get somebody fumbling the ball. So, I mean, it, it, the worst, when the worst happened to you, and I've been there on the 1 in 15 season, when the worst happened, man, it's just ugly. And, and if you ain't got no dog in you, this thing can overwhelm you individually and as a team. And they you know, ain't got, a lot of times they ain't got nothing to do with no coaches. It got something to do a, with you. That's a good point you brought up, Nate. The 1-15 in 15 team, they asked Jerry on the fan this morning uh, if he had ever seen a season like this with coaching staff being, you know, being thrown as much adversity as Coach McCarthy has this week. And he said, yeah, Jimmy Johnson, the 1-15 in 15 year. He, he actually compared this year to the one in 15 years. So do you see any similarities between this year and, and, and Jimmy's first year? Oh, man, uh, you know, no. Nah, the, the reason we didn't see no similarity because Jimmy will cut. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> see ya. We're going to be bad. Bye. You know, tanking wasn't even an issue because that is – because you can't do nothing with first and second year players. I mean, 
Ain't nothing you gonna do mm-hmm. with first and second year players. Jimmy was trying to get down to the raw bones, babe. If you could not play, Jimmy did not want you. And that was the bottom line. He didn't hold on to no wasted trash. He was playing you to see could you play. And if you couldn't, bye. Hmm. It can't do that in today's NFL. It's called salary cap. We can hold the team hostage. You owe me five more million guarantees, so why, how can you cut me? And if you do, it's going to hurt you and not me. Do the players that like this year, like Jesse was talking about, they didn't have a, a preseason. They, you know, coach didn't have an opportunity to put in his system. Are they? Do they kind of give them a pass then this year, or are they? No, they'd be no, frustrated. They're not, they're with not getting the pass. The, the, if these coaches, and I'm thinking that, that Coach McCarthy got some of this in him, that's why uh, I'm kind of reluctant to go at him. I think Coach McCarthy got some dog in him, but he just don't want to say nothing right now. I think they ain't. They ain't. I think every player that can possibly be gone that they don't feel that can help this team, you know, that ain't under some type of guaranteed money, I think they're going to move them. You have to. Even if you have a bad season next year, you got to move that stuff out of your house, man. If you don't, you're going to be a harder and you're going to be on TV for something else. Come on, yes, Jesse, Jesse, I was going to ask you that exact question. Do you think this roster will look a lot different a little different or about the same turnover that you normally have in an offseason? Do you think they'll clean house like Nate said? Yeah, I think it'll look a lot different. I mean, we already know that, what, 53% of your roster turns over every single year? Mm-hmm. I think it's more than that. I think it'll be more than that. And simply because as a coach, you have to create your own culture. And it, it, with this type of coach, this isn't a winning culture. The players aren't a winning culture, and, 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 and there aren't enough players in here that have, you know, these players that have, remember at one point in time, this team was the youngest football team in the league? Yes. When the average About age was like, 20, like 25, 24 years old. Now they're old. Now those guys are, 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 are like, uh, they're veterans, and those guys kind of are in their ways. And that's one of the hardest things to do is to come into a veteran situation where you have guys that are, are established guys in the league. They're stuck in their ways. It's so hard to change men that have been in the league and been in a certain situation for so long. And most of these guys have been under the tutelage of Jason Garrett for all, if not, for a large majority, if not all of their careers. So in order for me to be able to get my true feel and my true touch on this team, I got to get rid of the old. I got to I got to let that stuff go and now usher in a new fresh moldable set of minds and hearts and energy because the guys that were here have already been set in their ways. And, and, and the only way you're able to come in and change that is you got to do some you got to do a little bit of housekeeping. And some of those guys who have been here and been stalwarts here have to find new addresses. Should we start seeing that now? Have we reached that point? I mean, should guys like Reggie Robinson be playing or no, Francis and the thing Bernard? Is, or? It's 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 this is the this is the <laughs> this is the, the 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 gift and the curse of this season. Because we want to see the Bradley and I's and the Reggie Robinsons and all those guys playing. But then you look up and you say, 
We have the easiest to the schedule left over and we're still in the punt for the NFC division. Like that is the frustrating part of this because you know what's coming in the future. You know that there's going to be a house cleaning in the future. But because that and again, it is your job to put your team in the best position to win now. And hell, there there are a bunch of guys who are still saying, I got playoff bonuses in my contract. There are coaches who have playoff bonuses in their contract. And they're still, even if it's, uh, even if it's like the, the Shannon size glimmer of hope, <laughs> oh, there's still some no. players who have, <laughs> there's still some players who have this kind of hope that, you know what, dog? What if we do get in the playoffs? What if we do, what if we mm. do get in the playoffs? And it, can we wreak a little bit of havoc? Again, from the outside looking in, we say, hell no, you can't. But I can tell you, as someone who's been on that side, I believe, because I'm like, yo, we just do da 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 We could be good. We could do this. We could do that. And we could just do these things. And that's the hope that a lot of these guys have in the locker room. And that's the gift and the curse that we know what the future holds. And a lot of these guys will be gone as soon as we're mathematically eliminated. The curse is, that's the gift. The curse is we haven't been mathematically eliminated as bad as we've been. We still are in the hunt to win this division and go to the playoffs. Did you did did you see the game? Did you see Philly last night? Did you see? Yes. Hey, hey, Chris Beam. Hey, Chris Beam. Chris, Chris, Chris Beam. We're, we we're doing a show, Chris. Chris Beam. We're doing a show in here, Chris Beam. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> hey, I love it, Chris. Do you value your business? Hey, but 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 honestly, did you see Philadelphia? Did you see Philadelphia last night? Yeah. You know, I like I said, I've been three and thirteen, and I've been one and fifteen, and I've seen what bad teams look like. And I've asked Kurt. I said, Kurt, did you watch the game? I say because a lot of times. When you on bad teams like we have right now and bad teams that I played on, I I learned. I went I used to sell my Super Bowl tickets, but I made up in my mind that, you know what? <laughs> I'm not gonna be sorry anymore. I'm I, I'm gonna go and see a Super Bowl. And I did that one year. I took me, my mom, my dad, and I think one of my brothers, I said, Man, we going to the Super Bowl. And because I wanted something different. But you don't have a lot of guys that want something different on this team. They don't want to watch. When you watch the Philadelphias, the Dallas Cowboys, sometimes the Giants, sometimes the Redskins, I mean, excuse me, the Washington football team, excuse me. Man, how much bad football can you watch? <laughs> I'm being honest. That's, a, just, that's not that turn your stomach sometimes? To watch that I, much bad yeah. football—that is I terrible football. I found myself last night watching that game, and I—I I, I don't know why. I felt sorry for Carson Wentz. Oh my! Mm. You I, I nobody was standing I, around. Him. He was like a plague. I, I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I would not want to be Carson Wentz right. Like I don't want. And kudos to him because yeah. like everything has been blamed on him, and some of it rightfully so. And yet, he's not throwing one player under the bus. He's stepped up. He's took accountability for his terrible lease play. But I, at some point, like, you look at his face, and I was like, 
I was like, damn, man, I would hate to be Carson Wentz right now. Like, <laughs> he no threw some nice passes last night that would drop. And I said to myself, he went to the sideline. He just kind of looked. Everybody stayed like, oh, he the only yeah. one have on a mask. And he don't, and everybody's six feet away from him. It ain't because of the COVID either. I'm like. <laughs> and, and Philly is, Philly is wow. not the place you want to be the Thank guy you. and suck. Like, I pro- like there are far other nicer places where if you suck and you're still the guy, like QB1, you are, like, I, I guarantee you, Carson ain't going to the movie theater or to the grocery store because they're not, they're not letting him just walk around the city and just do things like that in the way that he's been playing, the way the team looked. They will, first of all, they, they'll cuss you out. Second of all, they might hit you in the head. Like, somebody might hit you in the head. That's how nasty Philly is. Somebody they, might they will hit be you driving in, the <laughs> in their cars and let their windows down and pull their masks down. See me, Carson Wentz, you suck. Yeah, oh, yeah. They don't care, bro. Yeah, yeah. Here in <laughs> Dallas, they'll talk about you behind your back and see you out front and want an autograph. Hey, Nate, we love you. You're overweight, but you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take our last break so we can pay some bills. We will be back for the and final so Kurt chapter. So Kurt back typing. We will be back yeah. for the final <laughs> chapter of Jesse Holly's <laughs> Hanging with the Boys right after this. Just like all of you, we at SeatGeek can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough as nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. It's December. Welcome back to the Jesse Holly Show, the final chapter <laughs> audio book, audio podcast. Hey, December the 1st, don't miss the virtual Christmas extravaganza presented by Albertsons and Tom Thumb. The most electrifying holiday show of the season can be watched on Dallas Cowboys Facebook and Twitter on December the 11th and the 24th at 6 p.m. Central or on demand at DallasCowboys.com slash Christmas. It, we aired it for the first time 
on Friday, and it's actually really cool. Go check it out. It's a very unique thing. They used to do it live at, on the plaza at the Star, and now with the COVID restrictions and everything, it is a virtual event. So go check it out. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. All right, fellas. Nice. We only got about six nice. minutes left in the show. Oh, hold on, let me say something right quick, like Shannon. Let okay. me say something right quick, like okay. Say it, Jesse. You're not allowed to talk. Let Kurt talk. Shut up, Jesse. Go. I Kurt. don't need to talk. People don't want to hear me talk. People want to hear. Jesse has good things to say. He's been in the locker room. He's been on the field. They don't want to listen to me. They don't want to listen to him. Gosh, just so edit some of the stuff to Shannon. Gosh. Should Jerry be the owner of a ten thousand million dollar yacht, or should it be? Well, I definitely ask him that. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I think about Jerry owning this yacht and on playing. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man, I love my owner. And whatever he say, yeah. I go along with it. <laughs> hey, fellas, I, we are going to get, get ready because Friday we are going. It's National Cookie Day. We are Ooh. going to get some free cookies from Tiff's Treats delivered to Ooh. your front doors, and we will eat them on the show live. Yes. How do you think about wow. that? Oh, good like that. Hey, y'all yeah. see my you, teeth, man? I got to go all the way to Gunther to get these beautiful white teeth <laughs> cleaned, only to come back and mess them up with some cookies. <laughs> yes. Thank what you, Shadow. Where is You're Gunther welcome. at? I've never heard of Gunther before. Where is that at? It's on the other side of Prosper. Oh, Prosper yeah, is, a new, is a new rich development being developed. You know they you got live, dentists here in town. You, know, you, you got to go out there. Well, no, I got this certain young lady who cleans my teeth, man, and she oh. gives me a hundred space. She oh, gets up okay. in there. You know, she jams it up in there real hard. And, you know, I like pain, and she like diddling it out. So. And this uh, is a dentist? Lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the yeah the, the hygienist that uh, helps. I can't even think of the young lady name. Hey, sweetheart, what's the young lady name who helps me out <laughs> at the dentist place? Her name is Kim. Kim. Kim oh, okay. Oh, thanks, right. for, thanks for jamming it up Kim in there with Nate, that. Kim. Appreciate that. Well, I tell you, it's right here. I tell you, right here. I have enjoyed this show, fellas, and because Kurt asked a great question, Jesse gave a great answer. And me and Shannon just enjoyed it. Nate, I, I, I don't no. understand why you act like you didn't talk the first seven minutes of the show. Why are you counting? Yeah. See, that? I knew Jesse was counting. I always felt he was counting. Well, no, because I'm looking at the clock and I'm saying, well, will I get a chance <laughs> no, to get a word no, before we go Jesse to break? Jesse counting, Kurt. I don't want to make that's sure not that right. I, I want to make sure that Shannon, I get a chance before we go to the break. That's you know not why, fair, Shannon. You, you know why Jesse was watching the clock? Because Jesse was like, why is that? So Nate's gone one minute, okay, two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five, seven minutes. So that means I got to go right. 14 minutes because he's got to double everybody up on this show. So that's why he's watching the clock. He's Gosh. like, Nate, get seven hey, minutes. Hey, it's Shannon, quickly, quickly. Hold on, hold on, Jen. Quickly, when are you going to give us another update on your new experience with the uh, fans at the stadium because there's more people now? So, Jess, go ahead on. Yeah, no, nah, we don't want to hear about that. Um, but yeah, as long as we have an understanding yes. that I am going to talk, we're good. We're good. We just, as long as we're on the same page, man. That, that, that is the best part about relationships. As long as there is an understanding, there's never any conflict. And see, yeah, what, got, but see what makes me mad is Kurt don't let his dogs bark no more. Uh, I'd rather have a dog's well, bark, than, bark than to have the thing. Uh, the, the computer uh, doing so go get the dogs man 
Yeah, I can call them in. Oh, here. You, you, oh you while, we have some, while we have some time left, I do have to talk. This is an important okay. talking, though. Okay. Um, but this is, this, is, uh, this is Holly's Helping Hand Charity. You guys know I do this every single year. I've been doing it for like the last 10 or so years. And so we opened up the donations yesterday. We'll be taking donations for Holly's Helping Hand up until December 19th. For the new viewership, for the old viewership, uh, I have a charity called Holly's Helping Hands and I find families in the DFW area who are in need. Um, and man, listen, we've all been a part of this year and we know that there's a ton of families who are in need this holiday season. And so basically, I, I need y'all money. I need y'all money. Um, this, is just being, this is me being real uh, because we want to bless some families this year. Uh, no, no kid should wake up on Christmas without a gift underneath the tree. I was a kid who had to experience that. And I vowed that whenever I got into a position that I would be able to help. And I've been doing this for 10 plus, plus years and it's been great. And we've touched hundreds of families and I want to continue the tradition. Um, and so I need, I need your help. And if, you, if I've ever made you laugh, if I've ever made you cry, if I've ever made you uh, cry from laughing or laugh from crying or you hate me, or I've given you information, <laughs> or any of that. If yeah. I've ever done anything to your life in a positive way, I think I, I'm asking, I'm asking humbly for you to donate. And don't think because, hey, all I have is five bucks or 10 bucks or whatever. Like that can go such a long way uh, in helping people this season in need. So don't think because I don't, well, I don't have much. Any and everything helps. And if you're not in a position to give this year, offer a prayer. Pray for the pray for me. Pray for uh, our donations. Pray that there is someone out there who sees it or hears it and wants to donate. So you can hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Fourth and Long. Um, the link is in my bio. That's at Mr. M R Four T Number Four T H A N D L O N G at Mr. Fourth and Long. Or you can just email me and I can send you the link that way at Holly's H O L L E Y S helping h-e-l-p-i-n-g hands h-a-n-d-s at gmail.com and we want to just bless as many families as we possibly can this holiday season so this is the we started yesterday and today is giving day today's like national giving tuesday or something like that so yes what day what you know what a great day to do so awesome awesome nice. awesome love it i will go give you five dollars of my hard-earned money Ten dollars from this show. Thank you. Ten dollars. <laughs> I, I appreciate show. it. Shannon, give, is, give me a little something. I'll see you when I when I see you. <laughs> I still like the. What's wrong, uh, what was it? What's wrong, man? What uh, we call that last year was balls of holly. We didn't. Didn't we come up with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Balls of holly. Leave it up to Kurt. Leave it up to Kurt. Balls of holly. What a what a balls great of, season. The balls of holly. <laughs> Hey, Jack Jesse, Halls with balls of holly. Yes. With all the with all the uh, the COVID stuff this year, is, is there anything like we can do, uh, like us physically, as a as yeah. a show, as a group? Can we can we donate our time or anything like that, or do you just want the money? Well, I want the money, but there <laughs> there will come a point in time where we actually have to go and shop for these kids. So okay, I'm in. Um, I, I, par I partnered. I'm up in. Let us know what day. Okay. Give us a day we can all four yes. go shopping, okay? I'm serious. Oh. All right. Do that, Jess. I will. Yep. Well, start do, working you know on what? that. I mean, I, no, I, 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 I have the date already, Nate, but, I, you know, 
It's not for every, I don't need a hundred thousand people to show up. We know we a big time show. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I'll reach out to those who want to help. And let's say bring a hundred thousand dollers. Then we now can have you bring a hundred thousand dollars. Listen, yeah. bring whoever you want. <laughs> oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You, know, yes. you talk about deck the halls. You bring a hundred thousand dollars. You can do whatever you want to Jay Holly. Yeah, let's do it. Whoa, yeah, well, I'm just saying yes. when we get off Twitter's that date, so we can try to work around it and get and be a part of that. I got Jesse you. Holly will do stuff yeah. for money if it's for his charity. Absolutely. That's right. The balls yeah. of Holly. I mean, yeah, Jesse Holly. Let's do Definitely. it up, man. Let's do dinner. Let's do an early dinner and then go shopping yeah. for some folks. That'll be fun. Let's, That's let's right. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Wow. Chris Beam, you got to show it. up this time. You Shannon, you're so time. smart. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, fellas, we got to get out of here. <laughs> Tomorrow we will be back. You know what? Maybe we'll have chapter four of Jesse Holly's audio book, <laughs> Hanging with the Boys. You'll have to tune in to see. Come get this right. good Jesse word. Jesse. Come thank get you. this good word. Come on. Jesse, Nate, Kurt, Chris, thank you guys. We will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Free cookies on Friday. We eat cookies on Friday. Thank you, Wingstop, for presenting this show. And thank you to all of you for listening. It is the Christmas season. It is December the 1st. It is National Giving This is the Christmas season to be balls of holly. Let's go. Go give Jesse some money and see if he'll do stuff for it. All right, fellas. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Later. Peace. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!